Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode two. Jordan, we made it to episode two. We did. We did. Everybody <laughs> liked episode one, so we thought we'd stick around for episode two. Yeah, and we... we we got one of the coolest people I know. I mean, he used to have one of the best hairs, but I mean, Jordan, he, he's looking a little different today. He does. He used to have the long flow. It's Mitch Holcomb, and he's still rocking the new balances, everyone. Yes. Yes, he is. So, Mitch, welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Um, didn't realize I was going to be on episode two of this. I thought we were, uh, you guys were a lot deeper into this, so excited to be here. The... Uh, Hair is gone, but it will be there for the next uh, three episodes of SPS on the go. If you missed that with me and Nick, um, the New Balances will be staying. <laughs> All right. So I guess to start things off, Mitch, tell us a bit about yourself and your kind of career here at Vermeer. Uh, so uh, product specialist, too, for the uh, cutting edge department there. Uh, worked for Chris Fontana. I am about... Uh, three and a half years into this role, uh, straight out of college, came here, um, cover about half the U.S. and Canada, and then obviously deal with uh, international uh, folks as they need help as well. So um, done a lot of traveling, seen pretty much all of the U.S. at this point, whether it's flying <laughs> or driving. So uh, always something new and cutting edge. That's uh, one of the really unique things about the role is just uh, the diversity of people, the diversity of places, and then uh, finding uh, solutions for problems that people are running into in those locations. So cutting edge, we hear that term so much and it's used in such a broad term and everybody knows what it is, but kind of dive deeper into like, what it what is cutting edge? Like, what does it, it mean to be a part of the cutting edge team? So cutting edge, uh, you know, we're the, uh, I guess, if you want to go real cliche, the cutting edge of a lot of the industrial equipment. So uh, what do we handle? We handle um, two of the smaller sections would be uh, trencher chains and uh, plow blades. So, uh, you know, those make up a smaller portion of our business. Our biggest focus being our HDD business and our tooling side of things. Um, obviously, uh, plow blades and trenchers, super essential. You know, those are backbones of what Vermeer was built on. Uh, and that's where cutting edge really got its start was uh, working uh, with those two lines of equipment and, and really developing that product line. Uh, you know, as far as plow blades are concerned, we're getting uh, to a point where everything's so unique uh, for each uh, single plow and where people are located. So not a lot of commonality. That's one thing we're really focusing on is trying to bring some commonality back to those parts and those part numbers uh, to limit our inventory and then also make it easier on dealers to go ahead and uh, find solutions or that plow blade that, that they need that day. There you go. Finding solutions to problems all around. You're jack of all trades, Mitch. <laughs> so tell us about what's coming to Cutting Edge. We've, we've people in SPS on the go that would have seen uh, the new Ultra X3 system. So why don't you talk to us about that and anything else coming down the line? Yeah, the Ultra X3 uh, rolled that out about a year and a half ago uh, with our main size, which is the 325 size. Uh, have uh, added on to that with the uh, smaller size being the 275 and the larger being the 375. Uh, probably the most unique dra drilling platform that's available today uh, from a tooling side of things. It uh, gives you a ton of flexibility um, from a drilling side of things uh, with what you can do with a really limited amount of parts. So what that X3 housing gives you the ability to do is go out uh, you don't need a starter rod. You don't need a collar. You don't need an adapter anymore. That housing gives you the ability to run 
a multitude of rock bits off the front or just simply a dirt bit. And the biggest thing is you can ream directly off the front of that housing. Takes down cost, takes down time. So are you hearing a lot of good feedback from customers that are out on the job sites or even, you know, the dealers? Yeah, we're, uh, we've, we've heard nothing but good feedback in terms of the X3 system. Uh, a lot of the feedback that we get from customers is just the ease of use. Mm -hmm. uh, simple two-roll pin uh, system. If you pull that video up while you're listening to me here, customers really like how compact they can get uh, their exit pits and, and how uh, small everything can get from that standpoint. Also, the flexibility of the housing, right? You can go from a dirt setup on that housing directly into a medium rock formation with, let's say, a gauntlet. And then on top of it, we suddenly don't need a multitude of extra pieces to put a reamer on. We simply slide out our uh, cutting action, slide a reamer in the front of that housing, and we're pulling back already. Wow. Very so nice. that, that nice. time savings and that cost savings is just, it's that's right huge. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's massive to just cut down on all those extra parts. And so when you're, when you're kind of trying then to find that ideal customer, like what's going to be the best way that our, our dealers and people can really promote this ultra X3 to the best of its ability? Yeah. I think there's really two, uh, two routes to kind of go, um, that I like to talk about. Uh, if you're talking with the single owner operator, right. Uh, that might have one or two drills in their fleet. I think it really gives them the flexibility to cut down on that parts, how much they have, how much inventory from a parts standpoint that they've got on hand, uh, and they can eliminate some cost right there immediately. The second thing is with the small exit pit size, those customers no longer maybe need to have an additional piece of equipment like a mini excavator or something where now they can maybe just hand dig uh, down to where that exit pit is, they can keep it smaller. They don't have all those renovation and restoration costs associated with that. So I think that's one really easy route uh, for owner operators. When you get into the bigger fleets uh, with bigger customers or even, let's say, a, a corporate account, right? I think it gives you a ton of flexibility of uh, you can do, you can have all these different accessory parts on hand. So let's say if we get those folks into a, a regular ultra setup with a dirt bit, Maybe they don't need to buy a, an additional housing for a rock operation. So now that we've eliminated that cost of a second housing, those additional bits, maybe they can keep two rock bits on hand. And when somebody runs into a situation where, hey, I'm, I'm suddenly in rock, they can go pull that part. And they don't have to have that additional investment. The other thing from a training standpoint is no starter rods, no callers, no adapters. You don't have to, it's another thing that somebody on that drill doesn't have to worry about. If you can run a hammer and a punch, you can switch everything out on this system. So I think those are the two really unique routes you can go that way. Yeah, that's some, that's some really amazing stuff like with the Ultra X3 system and kind of piggybacking on the Ultra X3 system. Like, tell us about Bore Store. Like, is there anything new? Like, can people find the Ultra X3 or is there anything that's helping people save time on Bore Store? Yeah. So, uh, you can find all the new Ultra X3 on Bore Store there. Uh, as far as time savings concerned, uh, one of the big things that we've added to uh, Bore Store recently was Rig Fitter. It's a really simple, easy to use um, kind of uh, setup. And what it allows you to do is uh, first, you can select your drill size. So, and then from there, it basically just allows you to build out uh, from top to bottom what you would need to set a customer up uh, for their drilling operation. Um, the other thing it does is it configures for you. So let's say 
Uh, once you select a starter rod, it'll get you the right adapter. It'll get you to the right collars. And so it eliminates some of the mishaps potentially uh, of not knowing what should go with what. And is this just on the, the main homepage of uh, Bore Store? Yep. It'll be on the left-hand side at the top. It'll say rig fitter in bold letters. You ah, can't miss it. You bet. <laughs> there you go. Wow. So it's almost like you're building, like when we all dream about building our custom cars online, it's like instead of building your custom car, you're getting the right stuff for your rig. Yes. Yep. Exactly. And it's open to everybody. So customers can use it directly on the site. Um, the other thing that it'll allow you to do, uh, obviously parts folks can use it that way. And then the other thing is, is let's say a customer does everything. Uh, what it'll give you is it'll give you that printed out sheet. It'll have all your part numbers uh, that associated to Vermeer parts. So that customer can take it, give it directly to a parts person. And they can uh, go ahead and select everything off of easy parts and get that ordered up. That's super handy. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you guys in cutting edge are just going above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess also like, is there anything you guys are hearing from the field about any other products that are just going above and beyond expectations or what else are you hearing from the field that you can kind of tell us about? Yeah. You know, uh, one of the big things uh, right now is we're seeing a lot of the DRs go out. Uh, so uh, DRs have obviously picked up in the last couple of years. Um, you know, our RH10s and RH15s, uh, the, the housings that go on the front there, um, you know, are really unique uh, ahead. Uh, what a lot of customers give us feedback wise compared to other uh, companies from their drilling standpoint and their head standpoint is, is we get more steer out of ours. And, uh, and the way that uh, we're able to achieve that uh, is we, we slide the, uh, the bend or the angle where that housing creates the steer further up. And so uh, when we do that, uh, it gives us more steer. And we're hearing a lot of positive feedback from that standpoint. Uh, you know, one thing too, along with that is, is if you guys have customers uh, with AT machines, let's say, for example, uh, RRH10s, RRH15s, uh, we have the compatibility to hook them directly up to a competitive drill rig, and we can go out and drill with them that day. Uh, it really is a great opportunity for sales uh, salespeople and uh, parts people to get a, a foot in the door uh, with some of these ditch witch customers uh, specifically, uh, where maybe hey they're they're saying they're not getting the steer, maybe they're not liking how that head's designed. Well, let's just get a foot in the door at least, and we can start talking with those folks. And uh, we've seen that a couple times in a couple different areas that I've dealt with where that's ended up in a, a drill sale. Dang. So, yeah, I was just about to ask you, like, where have you seen the the configuration of our cutting edge parts lead to the drill sale? And you just said, boom, it happens right there. And it's all about just getting your foot in the door. Yep. Yeah. And I, I think uh, just in general, from a cutting edge standpoint, uh, you know, uh, parts and sales, uh, a part sales standpoint, I think it's really easy for uh, if you guys are looking to get at some of these competitive customers, I think that's a really easy place to start is the tooling because it's not that investment that is required for a new drill or a new vac or anything like that. It's, it's a way to say, hey, we're here. We're consistently here. We can help you guys out and we can make you more successful. I think that's what wins over a lot of customers for us is the fact that, you know, we're always willing to help out wherever we can. So. I think that's that's good on our part. But so, Mitch, you've obviously seen a lot of things, done a lot of things because you've been on so many job sites, as you said earlier. 
Do you have a favorite trip or, you know, a crazy story that's happened on a job site? Uh, I, <laughs> or any I that you can share. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's a bigger limiting factor here. Um, <laughs> you know, I, for me, uh, I think one of the more unique places that uh, I've had the opportunity to drill or be out on a site was uh, out in Bend, Oregon. Uh, you know, Eastern Oregon's kind of a forgotten place uh, a lot of the time. And, uh, you know, the natural beauty out there is extremely impressive. And, and uh, we were up in a uh, housing development up on the side of a mountain. And I think you could could have seen for probably 15 or 20 miles. Oh. Um, and in the climate out there is really stable. And so it's always 60 degrees, a nice breeze. And it's usually sunny because it kind of gets into that high altitude desert area. I always think back to that. That was a really uh, unique place to drill. And then for me, that was my intro to uh, the DRs. That was uh, one of the original uh, DR test units. And so we were out there working on couplers. And so I think that's probably one of my favorite places I've ever had the opportunity to be out on a job site. So, AJ, don't we need to like go get a, some footage or exactly. something? <laughs> like I was just thinking, out. so we need to take this show on the road yep. and just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need to do a show out there and the nice, beautiful nature. I mean, SPS on the go. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, we got any listeners out there in Oregon that can hook us up? Uh, you know where to find us. Uh, good stuff. I yeah. mean, so you've talked about going in the States. Tell us about some of the international stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we get so limited into thinking Vermeer's just the USA, but. It's not. Nope. Haven't been international yet. Okay. Just oh. haven't. Had, well, we had a two-year time period where we were pretty <laughs> limited uh, where we could travel. That uh, is true. I am getting the opportunity actually Monday. Uh, I don't know when this is going to come out, but uh, Monday I will be taking my uh, talents to uh, further south and South Beach. I will be going down to uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, we're going to be looking at some micro trenchers and a couple drill customers down there on the island. And so... Uh, really excited about that opportunity to go out and uh, meet some of those international customers and uh, learn more about what they're doing uh, in in a really unique place. That's you, awesome. You need some some help on that yeah. shoot. Like, I mean, <laughs> the islands. Uh, dang, that's that's some rough stuff. I mean, crikey. Yeah. <laughs> but real excited about that. Uh, really good opportunity to learn about uh, some of the micro trenching and and the expansion of that uh, lineup. Not only for us, but for uh, just some of the utility sales and some of those units get, getting out into the uh, uh, public. Well, it sounds yeah. like it's going to be a good trip. You bet. Yeah. Is there anything? have to keep us posted. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> share Send pictures. pictures yeah. Like, whatever you need. I mean, <laughs> we, we can come down there. We can. We can. <laughs> so what else is going on cutting edge? Yeah, uh, I just got approval to say this, so I guess I'm going to lead it oh, off here. Hold on. <laughs> great, great. Uh, <laughs> so uh, over the last probably since I've got here, uh, you know, we have looked at different options to combat. Can I say other companies on here? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of you out there listening know the Melford Borzal Pitbull. And, uh, you know, we've, that we've really been challenged by that from a, just a basic drill housing uh, standpoint. And uh, pretty excited to say that uh, 
After about two years of testing and a lot of long discussions, uh, Vermeer is, uh, or Vermeer Cutting Edge specifically is, uh, I think we found our solution. Um, we're down to um, an option and a half is what I'll say. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I was told right before I got here that uh, we will be, uh, me, Nick, Chris, and Cody Meekum will be out on the road later this fall and into winter. Uh, with a couple test units. So we're going to get out and see some of the dealers. Uh, there's plenty of you out here, out there that have asked for it. And so uh, excited to bring those folks a solution and uh, get some of their feedback. And I, I think we're really going to see uh, a lot of positives coming out of this. Episode two, and we're dropping bombs I left know, and right. I know. It so, sounds like Cutting Edge has a pretty exciting year ahead of them. Yeah, I, I would say that, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, moving forward, there's a lot of things uh, that to be excited about with Cutting Edge. Uh, I, I want to get tip my cap to Cody Meekum, our product manager. Uh, he's really working hard to uh, not only, uh, you know, combat problems or difficulties that we're facing currently, uh, but him and Chris have done a really good job, I think, over the last year since he's got here of really looking towards the future of what we need. And I think when people see the lineup of new products we're going to roll out over the next year or so, I think they're going to be awfully excited. I think so too. So cutting edge is on the edge of <laughs> leading the industry. <laughs> oh yeah. He's smiling folks. He's got that smirk going. Lots of good things coming. That's for sure. Oh Yeah. Dude, Mitch, you've just dropped some like awesome stuff on us. And episode two, we're already talking about a brand new cutting edge uh, piece of tooling. You bet. Yeah. And uh, that that won't be the last of it. So I oh, think man. there's more I'll, to come. I'll leave everybody with a little cliffhanger. To be continued. <sighs> to be continued. <laughs> well, I guess lastly, is there anything else you want to add, Mitch? I mean, yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the one last thing I'll add is, you know, right now uh, we are having a little bit of uh, struggles as far as uh, starter rods are concerned. Um, a lot of folks have uh, dealt with that here uh, recently. Um, one of the things that we're doing uh, as far as that's concerned is uh, it's mainly affecting the Quickfire 400 uh, starter rod line. Uh the biggest thing was, is we ran into a material shortage issue. And so uh, what we're doing now is we've developed uh, some new part numbers uh, with a slightly different steel. You're not going to see any difference in terms of quality uh, or longevity in those parts. Uh, those are all available for order now. Uh, we've had a couple of uh, uh, email threads sent out to dealerships, so they should have those numbers if you don't. Uh, contact Nick, Chris, or I, and uh, we'll get a hold of you, and uh, we'll get that straightened out. Um, but the other thing is, is we are working with uh, a couple of uh, suppliers for some outsourcing uh, to alleviate a lot of this. And so uh, we're working on that right now, and uh, hopefully we should come out of that in the short term. So even in the midst nice. of everything else that, go that is going on, because you keep hearing product shortages and supply and demand is going crazy and you guys are still finding a way to provide that value to the customers. Yep. 
You bet. Yeah. And that's that's what we're focused on most right now out of anything is trying to to right side this. And we're really trying. That's our major focus here in the short term. So anyone that has any concerns or questions about that, just reach out to you, Nick or Chris. Yep. And uh, just reach out. Um, You know, the biggest thing is, is uh, those uh, it wasn't a change in a part number. It was a creation of a new part number. So uh, when we get right sided, as far as material and everything's concerned, we'll go transition back to those old numbers. But for now, uh, we're going with those new part numbers and those will allow us to get product to you guys and our customers quicker. Dang. Great. Great news. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome to hear that. Like you guys are finding the way and yeah. Well, and as cliche as this sounds, but we're always equipping our customers to be able to do more. Equipped to do more. Yep. I know. Like I said, cliche, but. (laughs) I mean, there's a reason we have that as a a tagline. I know. Well, Mitch, we got to thank you for coming on. Yeah. Like, although you didn't have the the hair today, you at least were rocking the shoes. (laughs) So. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me uh, on. And uh, I hope to be back on with some uh, more exciting news uh, later this fall with maybe a couple new new options out for me. I mean, it's our second episode, and he's just bringing in the big news, so it's like... I'm not sure we're going to be able to top episode two, but we can sure try when we bring you back, Mitch. (laughs) Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the Mitch Holcomb (laughs) joining us today on episode two. From Jordan and myself, you guys all have a great day, night, evening, whatever it is, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.